Welcome to Recovery Guy Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Recovery is a lifelong process. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy, and this is Tuesday's broadcast of The Fix. I am so glad that you joined uh, whenever or however you're listening. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our recovery movement, that Recovery Guy podcast and recoveryguy.org is all about. As so many of you know, I have been blessed with 33 plus years of personal recovery, and I am excited that to this day, the people who brought me along my journey taught me how to bring you along on your journey. And guess what? They're still doing it. I'm still doing it. And you're still doing it. So we make one badass family. We make one amazing movement. And to have you be a part of it, I could not be more excited. You know, this is the last podcast of 2019. Um, Thursday, we will, of course, do the checkup, and it will be 2020. And I hope you had an opportunity to go back and listen to the 2020 vision uh, that we did last week. Heard great response and gratitude from lovely Uh, underscore Deborah and my friend uh, Kaylee Cassidy, uh, who contributed and authored most all of that content. So huge shout out to you ladies of wellness and recovery. And I I appreciate the collaboration. I had a great um, exchange back with my my brother recovery, uh, Shane Raymer, and he and I are going to Look at doing something. So I hope you saw my post uh, promoting Shane and that Sober Guy podcast. Check him out. See what he's up to because the dude is legit. He keeps it 100. And I know you appreciate that. Again, with the last podcast of 2019, huge shout out to my bro, JJ. Juan Menez is killing it as the engineer of this podcast. And matter of fact, um, to, to not bore you too much, um, this podcast exists because of JJ. Um, I was doing some things. John John uh, Barker and I go back to 2005, and he's been helping me with uh, becomingwellnow.com and now recoveryguy.org. And so John has always done a lot for me, and uh, we had some podcasts and things up on the website, uh, and he has always been such a soldier in this recovery movement with me. So huge shout out to my brother, John, and all his work. Um, And meeting JJ, though, took it to another level. I understood JJ was more of a hip-hop engineer, but he loved wellness. He loved recovery. That was his direction of his life. And and we started chatting back in uh, July of this year. And he said, dude, let me be your engineer. Let me do this because I dig what you're doing, and I'm doing the same thing. Let's get this out on the air. So we had our first podcast on August 2nd of this year with JJ, and now, of course, it's on 
all of the podcast channels with iHeartRadio and iTunes and Podbean and Spotify and all the other places you can get it. Uh, John Barker got it hooked up, so it's automatically onto recoveryguide.org. All the pieces are coming together. This podcast is our 48th podcast, which blows me away. And thank you for doing this. We're over 2,500 downloads now in a relatively short period of time. And it's you, the listener. You know, you are the ones who are making this possible. Uh, I am the engine and you are the fuel and God is the captain of this ship. I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Mona Schaefer. If you're, if you want to understand a a particular um, transcendent uh, form of recovery, I want you to go to Instagram and go to Magnificent Healing Hands. Magnificent Healing Hands. Look up Mona and the work that she is doing at her center in Las Vegas. And maybe that's an element. Maybe that's a a level you want to add. Maybe that's your direction, your path. Maybe that's what is fuel for your engine. Check her out and you you will not be disappointed in the work that she is doing with her team um, at uh, Magnificent Healing Hands. And of course, Kristen, my dear friend and co-laborer, you know, KB Feed Your Soul. Go check out these women of power. You will not regret it again. KB Feed Your Soul and Mona over at Magnificent Healing Hands. You'll be glad that you did. Check out my friend uh, Shane And let's get this recovery movement. Let's unite. Let's not be independent cogs. Let's join in the machinery so we become even more powerful. Um, You know, in 2020, my first podcast is going to be on forgiveness and freedom. I did a podcast uh, earlier this year, back in September, on um, uh, freedom and healing, how they go hand in hand. My dear friend, Catherine Nunley, what a wonderful, dear soul she is to Laura and me. And you're not going to find a better, more faithful, more caring, more loving friend than Catherine. And Catherine and I were chatting the other day, and and I'm not going to give too much of it away, but we were talking about forgiveness and freedom and how they go hand in hand. So look forward to that being on the checkup on Thursday. Huge shout out to my friend. Uh, uh, I got a call the other day and she said, hey, guess what? I'm pregnant. I'm going to have a baby. And she's so excited. And, and the real gift of this whole thing, it's a gift of her sobriety. You know, she will celebrate three years uh, by the power of God this coming February. And when we first started chatting, um, she couldn't uh, rub two nickels together to get a dime. And now she's this vibrant, powerful force of recovery, got a new job, this wonderful boyfriend in her life, restoration relationship with her mom. And now she's going to have this baby and And things are making sense in terms of the pieces coming together. And I hope that's true for you. Huge shout out to my friend, Rob. He just took two years on uh, December 26th, a two-year chip. Remember two years? Or maybe you're not there yet. I remember two years. And these men are so much more sane than me, uh, my friend Chaz. 
just took three-year chip on uh, on the 26th of December as well. He messaged me and said, hey, Rob, you know, because we live in the same area. And he said, hey, Rob, you know, can you come and I'm going to take my chip this Friday night at my uh uh, my backstreet um, home group there up in Bountiful, Utah. So I was able to go see Chaz, so proud of him and Tess and the life that they're building together. This movement is crazy. And I'm going to talk about it more today, but I'm going to give you a couple bits of uh, advice and counsel that I've learned over the years. You know, so often, and I, and I see it on Instagram and other social media, don't judge me, Right. Don't you dare judge me. Don't say, you know what? Stick it in your ear, all right? I I know what you're saying when you say don't judge me. What you want me to is, is to not have an opinion of you. That's what you really mean. So why don't you just say to me, don't voice your opinion of me. I'm going to do what I want to do irrespective of you. And that's okay, but... Don't expect me to not comment or at least come alongside and give you another perspective because I can have a viewpoint. And and especially if you're a person who represents themselves as a position of recovery. You know, I have this this person that I know uh, in social media and they're and they're claiming these years of recovery and I get it and I'm behind them and and. And yet they were showing that they were going to go celebrate with drinking with their family. So I size messaged this person. And fortunately, they were very gracious in how they received it. And I'm glad I was able to frame it properly. But I said, you know, do you think that you may be inconsistent or even on a slippery slope with claiming that you're clean from drugs? and yet you're going out and drinking, you know, and and I'm not the keeper of anyone's recovery or sobriety. That's not my role in life. However, for me as a person of recovery, alcohol and drugs, they go hand in hand, and I'm not going to escape, you know, because my primary drug of choice was always alcohol, and yet drugs were always a part of what I did. So I could never or would ever consider you know, saying that I can smoke this joint here or go snort that there and still call myself sober because of what it represented to me. Um, But I appreciate this person allowing me to come alongside. They didn't stop and say, don't judge me, you know, and I dig that they, I shared, I don't agree with them and, and, but that's okay. It's not my life to live. So here's the deal. I can have an opinion of you. Judge, if you look at the definition of the word judge, it means condemn. Now, obviously, because I'm not God, there is one power, and it's not me, right? But I I don't have to judge you to have an opinion of you. Judge means condemn, and I don't have the right to condemn anyone, but I can have a viewpoint of you, right? Because here's the deal. In early recovery, and you may have heard this before, we say to stick with the winners, right? Stick with the winners. Great advice. How can I know if you're a winner if I don't take your inventory, right? Because we hear that, don't take anyone's inventory. That's malarkey. Because then you tell me to stick with the winner. But if I can't take your inventory, if I can't find out what you're about, 
If I can't do a little investigation, how will I ever know if you're a winner? So I have to take your inventory. I want you to take my inventory. I want you to examine me as much as you can, as much as I'm out there, and find out if I am the right person for you. If if you should be taking some of my counsel and my direction, I might not be a good fit. Maybe not because you don't like what I'm doing. Maybe you just don't like how I go about it. Maybe you think I'm arrogant. Maybe you think I'm too outspoken. Maybe you think I'm too rigid. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to stop being me, right? Uh, but maybe I'm not a good fit. Maybe you need to take my inventory to find out if you need to continue to listen to this podcast, or maybe you need to listen to it more. Here's what Slow Will, my sponsor, God bless him, Slow Will on Wednesday will have 40 years sobriety. (laughs) I stuck with this winner, trust me. He's still in recovery, living in Missouri, going to meetings, sponsoring people, suggesting people. 40 years later, he's still killing it like he was when I met him over 33 years ago when I came back into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. Here's what Will told me. He said, Bob, take their inventory. Just don't use it against them. And I thought, wow, what great counsel that is. So I'm going to tell you what Will told me. Take their inventory. Again, how are you going to know if they're a winner if you don't take their inventory? But because we are not judge, we don't condemn, just don't use it against them. Use their inventory as a resource for you to see if there's someone that you want to follow. Sometimes when I take a person's inventory, I might not like three or four bits of their information, but two bits of their information I can use. So I so I take what's best and I leave the rest. And I hope you do that. I hope as you enter, you close out this year and you enter into the new year, I hope you find a place where you can begin um, doing more than observing those things around you. Find out what's going to work for you and become the best possible version of yourself you can become. So here we go with today's podcast theme. Do you still hear the bell? Do you still hear the bell? You know, uh, Christmas Eve, Laura and I are so fortunate. Uh, God has blessed us with uh, wonderful resources, and, and we have this wonderful home. And when we picked out this home, uh, Laura went through and just had a checklist of things that this home needed to be. Uh, our family has grown. You know, we've got uh, uh, nine grandchildren now, and and we are looking for more growth, and we're so thrilled. And Laura wanted room in her home, you know, a, a, a dining room to have it filled, opened the table up, opened up all the time to always be ready to accommodate family, a, a separate area where our family and our children, our grandchildren could come and stay and be a part of our family and entertain family and have them over. And and this is what we have. And so on Christmas Eve, uh, uh, our, our youngest children, our other children live in another state, but we were to have um, uh, Sarah Jane and Rob and, 
and over and and there were so many people and we repositioned the living room and and we were watching Polar Express. <laughs> I love that movie because I'm 12 all over again. And I've watched that movie every year and every year I cry because there's parts of it that just touch my heart in such a an emotional way. And and seeing it um, through the eyes of our children, we used to watch it with our children. And now we watch it with our grandchildren. And in this movie, here's the last line of the movie. And maybe you know where I'm going. Here's the last talk of the movie, the last paragraph, not just the last line. At one time, I'm quoting here, at one time, most of my friends could hear the bell. But as years passed, it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet sound. Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me as it does for all who truly believe. What is that? What does that do for you? What does that do to you? Does that stir up emotion as it does in me? I remember the first time in recovery, and I realized I was home. And I realized that everything I was missing I never wanted to miss again because I heard the bell. I heard the miracle. I heard the sweet sound that I didn't have to live that way anymore. Do you remember? I hope you have heard it. And if you're not quite there yet, I hope you listen for the sound I hope you come to a place in your recovery that everything you ever wanted can become possible for you. I'm going to read this again. At one time, most of my friends could still hear the bell, but as years passed, it felt silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet sound. Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me, as it does for all who truly believe. I truly believe. I truly believe in everything that's ever been done by everyone who came before me. Everyone who was a part of recovery I truly believe in God as I understand God. I truly believe in the personal transformation and even resurrection that has occurred in me. And it's never stopped. I never want to be Sarah or one of the friends who could no longer hear the sweet sound. On Friday, I will be 66 years old, and I am blown away because as a friend of mine has told me that I have cheated death for so many years 
Because what you and I go through and what you and I do in the personal destruction of of our addiction, many others, countless others, have died as a result of what you and I did. And yet for some unexplainable reason, God showed us mercy that we did not only not have to die, but we had this resurrected life where we could have a sense of joy and appreciation, understanding the miracle that we are involved in to keep it going. I came into the rooms in 1986 in February after coming out of treatment. After 71 days of recovery or being dry and clean, I relapsed for five days. I realized I could not gain anything by being out there. Thank God when the bar door closed, I realized the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous were still open. And I went back at three o'clock in the afternoon on April 25th of 1986 and re- invigorated and reintroduced and recommitted myself to a glimpse of the miracle that I had seen in that previous 71 days. Where are you at? Do you still understand the miracle that you're involved with or were invited into? I've said it before. I'll say it again. A great quote. If newcomers could see no joy in our existence, they wouldn't want it. So when I speak to you in these podcasts, when I go to a meeting and share like I did the other night, watching my brother Chaz take his three-year chip and seeing Tess, how proud she was of him and her recovery and what he's doing and the people coming up and sharing in that miracle, I guarantee you Chaz still hears the bell. It still rings for him. It still rings for Wendy. It still rings for Mona. It still rings for Chris. It still rings for Mary. It still rings for me. It still rings for KB. Does it ring for you? Or are you like Sarah or the friends who could no longer hear the bell? Do you still believe? Do you still believe that what you're involved with, what we're involved with in this recovery movement is still worth going after? Or has it grown old? Has it grown stale? When people see you, do they want what you have? I love it. If you want what we have and are willing to go to any lengths to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps. You know, when I walked into the rooms and I saw Ted and Goosebump Jerry and Jack and Eddie, and Buddy, and Steve, and Scott, and Will, and Trish, and Texas Mike, countless other people who were there with the energy. They had been around for a while, and they were still hearing the bells. The miracle was still alive for them because they still truly believed in what they were involved in. Because if we're not, again, If we're not, we will fall back because as I've told you before, gravity says we do not coast uphill. And if you're involved in life, you understand that sometimes it's steep. It's not only uphill, 
Sometimes it's steep. Sometimes we get a phone call. Sometimes something comes up in our life and all of a sudden we think we're on level ground or a particular incline, but all of a sudden it goes to 90 degrees and we don't know if we're going to be able to make it. When that happens, what is your response? What is our response? What is my response? Do I truly believe in what's happening and I realize that God, as I understand God, can get me through anything? Do I stop hearing the bell when something I I don't agree with has occurred? Or am I going to be like slow will who's anticipating Wednesday, January 1st, 2019, when he came into these rooms 40 years ago? I guarantee you, slow will still hears the bell. As a matter of fact, he is helping other individuals hear the bell as well. And that's the miracle. That's the magic. And that's why we still believe. That's why KB Feed Your Soul. That's why Mona at Magnificent Healing Hands. That's why Shane. That's why Sean Croxton of Quote of the Day. That's why Jay Shetty has On Purpose and all the other fantastic contributors to wellness. Even in your home, are you contributing to the wellness of your family? That they can take this message of hope, of recovery, that 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 uh, uh, Kaylee Cassidy is doing, that Lovery Deborah is doing, that Susie MD is doing, that Wendy, that Chaz, that Tess, Chris, Mary, countless people are doing because they still hear the bell. I hope you do, because there's so much joy to be had. Let's not go through this thing of recovery as if something incredible didn't happen to us, because if you're in recovery like I'm in recovery, then something incredible did happen. You know, Just recently, my friend Aaron Peterson, I think it was yesterday, the day before, just lost his brother. Aaron is such a great friend. He has this uh, Achieve Today. If you want to really look at something good, go to AchieveToday.com, and you'll see the work that Aaron um, and Christopher are doing uh, in helping others transcend and overcome. Aaron lost his brother very tragically, and Aaron just reached out. And it's very sad because Aaron this year also lost his daughter. But I guarantee you that Aaron still hears the bell. I guarantee you that his commitment to recovery and wellness at Achieve Today is even stronger I, I could imagine his faith is even greater because of his love and relationship with God. Just because things happen in our life doesn't mean that we're still not involved in a miracle. It just means that for whatever reason, God has asked us to walk a path that will even further require our reliance on him. Remember, Our real reliance is upon God. And really what we have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual conditioning. Do you still hear the bell? 
Do you still truly believe? I hope you do. No matter how far down in recovery this path you go, Neville, stop hearing. Again, I'm going to be 66 years old, and I have never felt better. Thank God for my health. 66 years old on Friday, January 3rd. I will have been in my 34th year of recovery. I came in when I was 32. I've been at this almost two years longer than I was living prior to coming into these rooms. Isn't that crazy? Do you want that to be your miracle? Do you want that to be the bell that you hear? And for a lot of my friends, <laughs> their story is even greater. They came in younger and they've been clean and sober longer than me. That's so awesome. But it can be you. Do you want to hear the bells that long that that can be your story? That you can stand up in a meeting or in your church or in your synagogue, wherever you would share this message of recovery and say, I was 25 when I came into this and now I'm 51. I've been at this longer than I was alive prior to getting here. Whoa, that's crazy when you think about it, right? But that's the magic because I never have stopped hearing the bell. Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me as it does for all who truly believe. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. I was trying to do everything I could on my own, and I was dying.